What are you reading, Alex? Oh, I'm reading the compendium for uh, Spawn. Compendium 1. We have the movie of the year. Tenet. Actually, when I was working overnights, I listened to like the entirety of the Dark Knight's metal storyline as like a, a podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to your mom's favorite place to be. We're your hosts, Edward, Anthony, Noah, and now we have Alex. Dude, we should make a podcast. That being said, it's time to hang 10 with your top entertainment news of the week. About what? Well, it's like something that we all had like in common. Like, what's something that we could all like talk about for a while? We always talk about movies and stuff. Like, movies that just came out. So, Alex, 1 yes. to 10, no decimals. <clears throat> 1 to 10, no decimals for the movie. Uh, solid 9. Find your lack of faith disturbing. Yeah, I'm down, Anthony. We should do like cool. different segments too. Like we should have like a, a game, like an icebreaker, and then maybe, maybe we can read some like movie news or like entertainment news. Dude, what if we do like what if we call ourselves like spam mail? Everyone listening, we have a huge announcement to close out the pod. What if we do the hooligan hangout? If you guys are new to our podcast, make sure to check out our previous season. Welcome to the hooligan hangout. I went to watch the Minions movie yesterday. Did you and actually? Halfway, yeah, halfway through, my sister was like, "What time is it? How much longer is left in this movie? I'm bored." Damn. <laughs> yeah. Not it. All right, guys, welcome back to the Hooligan Hangout. Your mom's favorite place to party. Oh, yes. You're our hosts, Noah, Anthony, and myself, Edward. And this week, we are reviewing Elvis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Elvis. That dude. The dude who died on the toilet. Yeah. Gonna do him like that. (laughs) If you think about it, he legit got canned. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get into that, we're going to slide into our news for the week. No, what do you got for us this week? Oh boy! So off of the hype of Stranger Things, Stranger Things, Stranger Things, Stranger Things uh, <laughs> season four, which uh, if y'all haven't seen the show at all, you need to go freaking watch that show. It's probably going to be one of the greatest shows ever made. Anyways, um, the the star Millie Bobby Brown is going to be in the Russo brothers' next movie, which is going to be called The Electric State. Which is, I already even have a synopsis. So it's set in a retro-futuristic past. It follows an orphan teen as she traverses the American West with the robot and an eccentric drifter in the search of her brother. That's going to be cool. She's a good actress. And a good director. It's going to be a good movie. Thoughts? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't liked thought. her in like any movie other than Stranger Things because I think she was kind of whacking Godzilla. She was good in Enola Holmes, though, if you saw Enola Holmes. Oh, I didn't see that one. I forgot she was in that that. one. All right, guys. So I wanted to get your thoughts before I said this. (laughs) It's going to be distributed on Netflix. Yeah, I heard. I remember hearing about that. I don't remember what it was about, though. I know y'all hate Netflix movies, but I still enjoy them. So. Bro, how many Netflix movies have you seen? Texted us and said, "God damn, I thought this was gonna be good, but good old Netflix just let me down." None. <laughs> uh, what'd you say about uh, Firestarter? And uh, 
I enjoy American Crime. Firestar is not on Netflix, bro. I'm just talking about guaranteed bad movies that. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Anthony, I still liked. enjoyed Firestarter and Duel. Y'all hated it. Let's, not talk, let's not talk about Delirium. Uh, yeah, yeah, that one too. Anthony loved Delirium, not our version of it. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah, what's your news, Anthony? I mean, it's the Russo brothers directing it, so how bad can Netflix even mess it up? The Russo brothers, to me, are hit or miss, though, to be fair. I I have not seen their movies outside of Marvel movies, so. Yeah, I don't know what they make, so. Didn't they do Extraction? And then. Oh, yeah, they they did. They also also did Cherry with Tom Holland in that movie. And that was a fucking dumpster fire. I didn't watch that. It's not that great. I don't know what direction they're going with that movie. And then, of course, they did uh, Infinity War, which is probably the best movie. You know who else is really good at directing, though? Me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? Who? Jordan Peele. There you go. That's my favorite director right now. One of them. Really? Homie. Your favorite? Homie's mm-hmm. goaded with the sauce right now, bro. He is, dude. Dude. He hasn't let us down. I'm excited for Nope. That's like one of my favorite movies of my end, most anticipated of the year. Um, like, ever since I saw the first trailer in the movie theater, watching Jurassic Park, I was like, yep, yeah, I'm sold. This this is the one. I'm yeah, excited I'm, for this one. Like, yep, yeah, it's going to hit different when we walk out yeah. of this one. <laughs> so, exactly. You know how, like, we don't really know much about the movie? Like, all we know is it's about UFOs. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he was just in an interview, and he, was he like, revealed some more of what the movie's going to be about. Mm-hmm. And he said it's going to be about a brother and a sister and their healing relationship. That'll probably be the the theme, yeah. Yeah. I I don't know how that'll fit in, but I don't know. But what I'm really excited about is he said, I wanted to make a uh, a spectacle. He said, I wanted to make something that would promote my favorite art form and my favorite way of watching that form, the the theatrical experience. So, yeah, I don't know. That's exciting because he. I feel like he's working harder on this movie than all of his previous movies, and if he, and if he's like really promoting it being like a theatrical experience, I feel like this one's going to be even more beautiful than like all the others. I saw the latest trailer, and he is keeping it hidden because that relationship we were talking about with the brother and sister in the new trailer, it seemed like they were good. Like right, like, like it seems like know. they're best friends throughout. Yeah, most of the trailer. Yeah, so, so I wonder how that's gonna play a factor once the movie comes out but yeah like you said they've already kind of revealed that it's aliens which is weird to me because he usually doesn't do that so maybe there's something else to it. i think what he did is he just kind of revealed like the very tip of the iceberg yeah, that's yeah. It's, he still left enough ambiguity that we could still go in and have our world blown up in our faces it's going to be some like weird looking aliens or something i don't know it's just going to be the people from us <laughs> landing in the alien ship the aliens are actually humans. They walk out, they're like, it's us from the future. He just ties every single movie he's ever made together with this one movie. That, that's some kink yeah. shit if he did, honestly. <laughs> this uh, one was just a prequel. This shows how they started cloning people. And then Get Out was them torturing the people, like getting into their minds so they could clone them and make perfect replicas. What if? I wouldn't mind, bro. I, I know he's like they're separate stories, but they all feel so 
so similar. You know what I mean? I love what's that one guy, the main actor? Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, he's so good. I love that he's in like all the movies, all of uh, Jordan Peele's. Yeah, me too. I really like him as an actor. He's really, really good. He's my dad. And then Stephen Ewing and uh, Kiki Palmer. He always gets a really good cast. Kiki Palmer. I haven't heard that name since Nickelodeon. He's got connections. All right. Continuing the theme of directors. (laughs) James Cameron came out and said... He what? That he... He came? <laughs> he said that he may not direct the final Avatar films. I define define the final films, though, like after the second one or like the fourth and fifth one? He said the Avatar films themselves are kind of all-consuming. I think eventually over time, I don't know if it's after three or after four, I want to pass the baton to a director that I trust to take over so I can work on some other stuff that I am also interested in. Or maybe not. I don't know. I'm okay with that. He's just exploring his options. He did also say, movie four is a corker. It's a motherfucker, he said. I actually hope I get to make it, but it depends on market forces. Three is in the can, so it's coming out regardless. I really hope that we get to make four and five because it's one big story, ultimately. Damn, so it's going to be like a part one, part two kind of thing? That's what it seems like. And it seems like it's going to be like, Infinity War level where he just kills off a bunch of the characters that you actually enjoy. Jeez. I love how like Disney greenlit all these sequels to Avatar all of a sudden, and then he finally makes a second one, and then he's finally like, okay, now we're going to make them like back to back to back. I like that, though. No, I like it, too. I just think it's funny. It's nuts. He's finally like getting his shit together. I I also think it also works out better whenever you film the movies back to back because Mm -hmm. then there's less time to get like continuity errors to grow, you know? Yeah, that's true. And it always helps it like look the same visually because you have the actors there and they're the same age through both movies, which is something that happens usually between sequels. Like if there's a kid, the kid will be like 18. Like he'll start out like 15 in the role, look a perfect play, a perfect 15 year old. The sequel comes in. It's only supposed to be a year later, but the homie's like 21. Now we're just describing stranger things. Stranger things would be like, yeah, yeah. It's exactly what happened until the time jump. But anyways, um, I'm, I'm excited for it. I just hope the movies stay consistent and are consistently good because I really enjoy avatar and I wouldn't want all these sequels to like tarnish it. I think, he like just seems so passionate about it that I think it would be almost hard for him to fuck it up, you know. I mean, Michael I feel like he cares about it so much. Numbers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it genuinely seems like something he like cares a lot about, and that he actually wants to see done the way he envisioned it. Like he's giving me like George Lucas vibes the way he's treating this this world. To be fair, George Lucas didn't direct like the first three movies. Yeah, but homie had the idea in his brain and was present there for all of them. James Cameron's go to with the sauce. So is George Lucas. All right, boys. Well, if that about wraps it up, then uh, it's time to slide into our sponsor. All right, so this week we decided to go out and uh, see Elvis because we thought it would just be all right, buddy. 
Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Always having asthma over there, asthma attack over there while I'm trying to talk about Elvis. Do you mind? <laughs> Anyways, we knew we had to watch Elvis this week, and uh, I don't really need to give you a synopsis. It's just. You know, it's a biopic, so it's kind of self-explanatory. But it is directed by Baz Luhrmann, who famously directed The Great Gatsby with Leo DiCaprio. And it is starring Austin Butler as Elvis and, of course, Tom Hanks as his manager, Colonel Parker. So, um, like we said, we'll always go round tables. No spoilers right now. And what did y'all think about this film? I really enjoyed it. General statements, and then we'll go into, like, cons. I thought... That the main actor is goaded with the sauce. I thought that this film, I think it did a pretty good job portraying his life, for the most part, if I, in general. I ain't know nothing about Elvis. I ain't gonna pretend like I know anything about Elvis. But this movie was pretty good. Yeah, I'm not gonna pretend like I know everything about him because I don't. But I know the general. You know, all the general stuff. And that's for, for all the general stuff, I thought it was pretty solid. All right. Well, then we can just get I think right. it was above par when it comes to, like, other uh, documentaries, like, in the same genre for, like, other people. Above what? Like, above the other movies. Hmm. I think. Okay. Compared to, like. I give this one number three. Yeah, me all too. Right. No, I give it. I would put Rocket Man and Bohemian Rhapsody both. I haven't seen Rocket Man, so I can't. Oh, I haven't seen Rocket Man. Bohemian Rhapsody was really good, though. Yeah, I I feel like Bohemian Rhapsody is probably like. I think that's my number one. Yeah, the peak. In this genre. But don't let that deteriorate you from this movie. Anyways, we'll go right into our cons. I I would like to use that to segue into my first con. Um, One of the main reasons I can't put it above the other two is that this movie didn't really have many of his songs in it. At all, which is kind of disappointing because you go after watching the other movies and hearing their soundtracks just be blasted and amazing. You don't get many of his original songs. I feel like this movie was less about his on stage performance and more about how he got there and just like his life in general. I agree, but that, but his on stage performances were just as important. Like they they, they like they showed a lot. They had a lot of emphasis on the way that he danced and sang. That's true. But I, I do just wish it had more of his music because, you know, you go in watching a movie about an artist and you figure you hear a little bit more than like two songs out of their like you go watch a movie about one of the greatest rock and roll uh, performers of all time and you get like two original songs from him in the soundtrack. Well, and that's just kind of And even, even then, the other songs it showed were like two seconds. It was like little snippets. Yeah, exactly, and it's just kind of, like, disappointing, you know? Yeah, I think the one that did big was Love Me Tender, right? That played, like, every time as a low yeah. <laughs> in the background. All right, Anthony. That's fair. I didn't I didn't think about that before, but, yeah, I really didn't. Um, That's why we have these discussions. The more you my, my main thing, and we were just talking about this, of how it shouldn't always be a con, and I know it was, it was there was a reason for it, to be this way but it was just too long for me i agree was, three hours is a long time for a movie like this i think I that there's tasteful ways to do a long movie but this one just felt long you know like 
when a movie feels long, that's whenever it's an issue. Like three hour long movies aren't bad, but whenever it feels long, that's when you're like, eh. I feel yeah. like it really dragged in the second act. Like really dragged. And and I'd say in the spoiler review what part I think dragged the most, but even then I just feel like it really dragged. You felt yeah, it. it did. Felt taxing. I mean it's I'd be fine with it if I was like sitting at home and it was kind of like a casual vo- viewing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, it just took away from the movie for me. Yeah. I feel like and, there's always a certain expectation when you pay money to go watch a movie versus just watching it streaming, just chilling at home. Yeah. And for me, uh, my con, this is more of a stylistic choice. I'm sure some people will like it. I just personally didn't like the perspective it was set in with the manager. Because towards because like throughout the movie he's narrating, and and it's like his point of view instead yeah. of Elvis. Yeah, but I also feel like towards the end he kind of like disappeared into the background. So it's like if you're gonna go for it, go for it, you know. But yeah, you know, I would have rather him not go for it at all, honestly. Me neither. But if you're gonna do it, then do it, kind of thing. I feel like Tom Hanks' performance got like compared to. To, I, I can't even remember the guy who plays Elvis. His Austin name's something Austin. Austin. Yeah. I feel like his performance was like so like energetic and like spot on that they should have shown Tom Hanks more. just was like in the way. Yeah. So just expect a lot of Tom Hanks. I mean, if you love Tom Hanks, then you love Tom Hanks. But we're just warning you: expect a lot of Tom Hanks. I love right. Tom Hanks. Oh, I do too. But just this wasn't like. He shouldn't have been the, the – he shouldn't have tried to be the standout. Yeah. They shouldn't have written him that way. Anyways, we're going right into our pros. We'll talk a little bit more positively about this movie. We'll go right back to Edward. Slide it to him. Um, I really, really liked the the stylistic choice of the way the movie looked. Like, I think yeah, it, I it felt like it put us in that time period. I liked the way they chose to color the movie, like, very intentionally. Because whenever you see, like, a lot of red and pink filters – that means like someone like made the conscious decision to do that. And I feel like it paid off and made it look good and give really nice feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like a really just fun, energetic movie. And I feel like that's what really helped alongside the performance that I was... I'm going to bounce off you because it kind of relates to what you're saying. I got to applaud the, like um, the, the makeup design team and the, um, costume department because they did a really good job portraying mm-hmm. how he would look and like, making sure Austin Butler felt comfortable and even even Tom Hanks dude like I know it's a fat suit but like it's like you know it's just getting better by the day some like at some points I couldn't tell it was a fat suit see and I liked it but it felt really distracting seeing Tom Hanks on a fat suit you know it was like yeah because you knew it was a fat suit but at the same time it looks pretty yeah. good you're just like that looks so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks let himself go, bro. This is why I kind of wish they like, even though it was like a lead role, I wish they would have gotten a smaller, like a lesser known actor to do it because then it would have been less jarring. But you know, yeah, I, it is what it is. It yeah. did look good. All right, Anthony. I like to. I what I was just gonna say is, on top of like the the makeup and costume and everything. Austin Butler, he killed it. Like he was, he was amazing in that role. He was like born to play this role, dude. Yeah, he was amazing. And it's funny because I, 
because I would read people saying he doesn't look like Elvis. I'm like, what do you mean? I feel like he resembles it pretty, like, at least good enough. Yeah, I think he does. I think he got his mannerisms really well, but yeah. I was looking it up because you know how sometimes they'll have the actors, like, lip sync over the actual songs? Yes. He actually sang those songs. Like, it was actually him singing. That's crazy. Yeah, for the most part, which I really enjoyed because he actually sounded pretty good. And he even got um, the vocals right. Like, I think that was, like, the most impressive part. Whatever I found that out, I was like, holy shit, this dude, like, Elvis impersonator of the year. Dude, all I, the day- I've seen a lot of people comparing his performance to uh, Rami Malek's Oscar winning performance in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know if he's going to. I think he should be in the running, but I'm not sure if he's going to win it. I agree. I think this is an Oscar-nominating performance, and if he wins, I'm not going to complain or say anything bad about it because yeah, like, yeah. he definitely killed it, and he would have earned it, but it's going to be kind of rough this year. Plus, there's still a whole six months' worth of movies to come out as well. So, Plus, he did really good with like the movements of Elvis, too. Like That's hard to yeah. do, <laughs> like imitate and be able to um, get the choreography down for like the way Elvis moved. And um, also, to his credit, I think they only showed maybe one, maybe two actual footage of Elvis. It's like yeah. to help the movie. But other than that, it was all him. Even when Elvis was older, it was all him. Just it was really, really impressive. Nutty. But all right. um, that all we got for the non-spoiler folks? Yeah. I would y'all recommend? So. I would recommend. I would recommend as well. I would highly recommend if you're an Elvis fan, but I would still recommend if you weren't like if you want to, I'm not a big Elvis fan and I still enjoyed the movie. So, you know, you'll, you'll learn something new about Elvis. Did you just say you're not an Elvis fan? I don't listen to rock that like that. No, there's people that grow up listening to Elvis. There's people that's not, I I didn't, I know some of his songs, but I didn't grow up listening to him. You know, I know a few songs, but that's about it. That's okay. I was hoping so, to be introduced into more of his music in this movie, but unfortunately, yeah. alas, no. Only the alas, once <laughs> <laughs> it did not prevail. <laughs> All right, so if you're leaving us uh, to go watch the movie, then go watch it now, and <laughs> make sure if you're on YouTube to like and subscribe, and to, um, if you're on any podcast platform, make sure you please leave a um, a review, proper rating, and because uh, it would really we really appreciate it. Batter, I think batter we. Uh, Wanted to start a new segment at the beginning where we read off you guys' reviews of us at the very yes. beginning. So uh, make sure y'all uh, start reviewing and uh, check out those links in the description for all of our socials and our merch store. On that note, we're going to dive right into the spoilers. Woo! This man died. Biggest spoiler of the year. Did not expect that to happen. Did not. I could not see it coming in a million years, bro. This makes the most sense, but every it's like your thing to say, "Oh, someone died!" Like right away, <laughs> funnier that he that like he legit, you know, he's dead. That sucks. It just makes sense. Uh, All right, was, say, sorry guys, was that too soon? I know it just happened like last week, but uh, I know it just happened like five decades ago. But... <laughs> sorry, go ahead, Anthony. I was just gonna say, most of, like pretty much what I said in the spoiler free is like the main is st- are still the main thing because like most of my stuff doesn't change even with the spoilers like there are a few scenes but yeah dude 
that's fine. We'll still talk about stuff and you know open discussion. But um, the let me tell you real quick. The one part that took me out of it, bro. Like I was kind of I was like invested and immersed. And I'm not saying I wasn't afterwards, but it took me out for like five minutes. Was whenever I think it's like thirty minutes or like twenty minutes into the movie where he's going down to I think it's Fourth Street. Mm-hmm. It's like where like oh no white man should be down there. Yeah. It's like all like black culture and everything. But he goes down there, and then a Doja Cat song starts playing out of nowhere, and I was just like, huh? Like <laughs> that's the one Mars song that played in the whole movie, and I was just I like, wait, that. what? No, they had a they had a Denzel Curry song play too. Oh, they did. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It took me out of it for a sec. I was like, "This is an Elvis." Hold on. <laughs> but other than they're lucky, I like Doja funny. Cat. Right? Was, <laughs> you know, look, it's a good song too, Loki. What what song was it? Do- Doja Cat's new song for Elvis. I don't know what it's called. No, like it's a movie like specifically for this movie. Yeah, uh, it was pretty. Anyways, uh, continue back to our cons. I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, um, another. Well, I really don't have too many other cons. Um, I did just kind of want to address some of the things that it was getting criticized for, even like before the movie came out, where it, it like they're like, "Oh, it's just a movie about white man stealing black man culture," but I feel like in the movie they they didn't do that. They did a good job of showing like his relationship with other black artists and stuff and influence. And they emphasized it pretty heavy throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. Like they, they did have a lot, like they, they did their best to kind of show like he did actually do that, but they also didn't include like him doing like some civil rights stuff that he was also involved in. But I feel like they might've just not had time for that. We're not saying he didn't steal the music. We're just saying the the way the movie portrayed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so take that for what you will. And then, uh, what what is it? Uh, I had another thing. Oh, I like they didn't really show like too much of his drug abuse, which I get. I guess they wanted to kind of keep it. Maybe not so like family friendly, but more like a positive spin on him because I don't know they don't need to do like a a shit piece on him, you know. I was wondering if anybody else noticed that. I thought I didn't say it though because I thought it was crazy. I was like, oh, maybe he wasn't paying attention. I didn't yeah. think they showed that that much either. They kind of were just like, oh, here's some morphine, and then throughout they would just like visually show like a needle or something. But yeah, yeah. that would be it. They didn't really like, explain too much about it, which I feel like kind of should have been part of it like they didn't like how bohemian rhapsody didn't mind doing like a whole age thing for freddie mercury for freddie mercury but this one they were scared to touch on the drug abuse even though it's very popular that that's how he died a big part of his uh, life his yeah late life. um and the thing was uh they didn't really show like whenever he first met his wife that his wife was only 14 and they, yes. they didn't really touch on that either. Dude, I didn't even know. Like I said, I didn't even know that about Elvis until I was talking to uh, my coworker. And he was like, yeah, bro, she was 14. And I was like, dude, that's crazy. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like they just kind of – I'm not saying that, like, all biopics don't do this. Like, they definitely, like, tiptoe around some of the shadier things to make the main character look a little better. Right. I just – kind of wanted to confirm and shut down any kind of like prejudgmental rumors about the movie 
Nobody wants an unlikable main character. Yeah, I just kind of want to clear it up for a few people. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's very fair. Um, I would say those were. Like, I don't think any of those are cons, though. No, I said I didn't really have too many cons, so I just kind of wanted to clear it up. Clear up other people's cons that I saw. I, want, I, wanted, it wrong. I wanted to clear up where I, uh, I said earlier how the part where I thought it dragged. I thought it really dragged, and I thought this part was a little unnecessary. Was the whole bit about him doing like a Christmas special on the radio? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that part could have been cut out. Completely. They, they could use that time to like go into detail for, about some like other things. Yeah, which bring which also Anthony, they could have used that. They could have cut that out. And then I was going to say, I feel like the ending was rushed. They just did time jumps, and they could have fleshed that out a bit more. Because if yeah. you're gonna have if you're gonna have a long movie from beginning to end, finish out the end, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like properly. Like don't just like say. What did it say? All right, it that's like, it. One one year yeah. later, it was like, oh, yeah, he, he left yeah. his wife. One year later, oh, he died. Like, <laughs> what? Okay. They're like, one year later, and it just cuts to him on the toilet. Croaking. <laughs> there was um, not one single peanut butter and banana sandwich in the movie, and that upset me. Sorry. I didn't even think about that, bro. <laughs> they should have done that, too. I only say that because I love peanut butter and banana sandwiches. But I got my addiction from Blue's Clues, and then I later in life realized that Elvis also did it, and I was like, that's kind of cool. Fun fact, I, I have never tried one. What the fuck, bro? Crunchy or creamy? You're, next time you're coming over, I'm making peanut butter and banana sandwiches for everyone. I said mm. crunchy or creamy. Mm, whipped. What? <laughs> whipped peanut butter, bro. You've never had whipped peanut butter? No. It like makes it feel like a whipped cream. Like it's like super light and fluffy. It doesn't get all stuck to the roof of your mouth like regular peanut butter does. All right. Anyways, uh Anthony. Uh what's up? He said final nothing. thoughts. He said he had nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. Final thoughts? Like yeah. are we ending it? Or just cons? Or do you have pros? Just anything really, no. Yeah. I feel like we said most of it. I mean, it's a biopic, so we can't really spoil anything. Like, oh, spoiler alert, this fucker dies. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. It's, hard. it's been five decades. You should have seen it. It's hard to kind of, like, rate a movie like this because I have certain things that I was, like, expecting from the movie. Like certain things that I wanted, but because I knew Elvis, but say it was someone I never, or say I knew absolutely nothing about Elvis, then I probably would have thought this movie was like perfect. You know what I mean? But but the, the fact that we do know the person that it's like, oh, we're missing this, we're missing this. It's like hard to create some of it. Yeah, that's the thing about biopics that makes it hard is like you already know this person's life. You just want right. to see how the direct, how the director and writers are going to portray it. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like the, the lead performance was a solid 10, but the movie was not so solid, you know? I feel that. I feel that. What would y'all, what would y'all rate it? I don't I'll, have anything I, else to say. I guess I could just say is, for the most part, the key aspects of his life were portrayed pretty pretty solid. Like, yeah. dude, that, that intro, the intro uh, concert he had, performance, that was pretty cool. That was cool. Like it was a perfect introduction to like Elvis Presley as a person. He had all the mamas. Mama, 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 mama. All the women. 
But uh, I'm ready for ratings if y'all are ready for ratings. I am ready. I think go me go last because Mino thought this far ahead. <laughs> Mino thought think. <laughs> Anthony, you good? I'm good. All right, what's your rating? I want to go last because I want to know. Edward's going last. I okay. You, I'll go second. I'm going to give it a seven. Oh, okay. Well, not that. I was going to give it a seven point five. I was not debating, but I think it was between a seven. That was between a seven point five and a seven. So that really yeah. didn't help. I was hoping one of you guys would clear it up for me, but y'all motherfuckers with my two brain cells split in half. I think it was um, good. I just think it could have done a lot more, especially for the runtime. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give it a seven strictly because they didn't have as much music as I Ooh, that's that too, yeah. I think that's what really lowered it down for me is like how are you gonna have a biopic about a famous singer but only have two of their songs when like they have like at least like 50 songs that like were number one at one point <laughs> plus i feel like if you really do like elvis like you like really know a lot about his life you might not like it as much as us depending yeah, on how critical you are of it but for, for like for educational purposes i think it does get the key aspects of his life like pretty pretty much correct and i feel like it's a good watch for anyone like casually doesn't really care about elvis too much but wants to learn more about him yep and uh, before we sign off, just uh, as we said before, make sure you drop a rating. We don't care if it's good or bad. We just would love some feedback. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe on YouTube. Comment if you thought our opinions were trash. Comment if you thought our opinions were brilliant. And make sure you check those links in the description for our social media. to will be updated on anything that we may have going on special outside of our usual scheduled uh, program, which has been out of schedule because I've been a little bit of a bitch lately. Uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, just check out our merch shop. Uh, it really helps support us. You know, we made everything as cheap as possible. So we only make like 50 cents something. So uh, we just want y'all to, to wrap some cool shit that we made. We love that. On that note, uh, say hi to your mom for us. <laughs>